Hey y'all, what's up? Day two, going through Psalm 23. Now we're at verse two, and just a quick recap from last night's video. If you missed it, you can go ahead and watch it. But bottom line is, what the most famous psalm in the world is set, starts off by saying is, David's writing it, and he says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And what we found was we're all sheep, we're all following something, and that for following the good shepherd, we have all that we need. And so I also talked about, like I said, that this psalm was written by David, and he did it in such a way that he wanted us to use our imagination when we were reading it. And this really applies to today's verse. And so this verse says in verse two, and I'm going to go into a little bit of verse three as well. But he says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. All right, I'm gonna read this verse again. And I really want you to put yourself in this situation right now that David is laying out for us. Ready? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. Now, what is David talking about? Well, I think he's talking about rest. And when we follow the rhythm of the good shepherd, he's saying that he will make us rest. And it's funny that David talks about rest, especially in the time and situation that we are all in right now. We are all resting. Maybe a little bit too much for some of us, but we are all forced to rest right now because of the COVID-19 situation and us being quarantined. Look, if you didn't know this before, but Maybe you do, maybe you don't, I don't know, but rest is a crucial part of life. It's woven into creation and rest is super important for us. Here's the deal though. I don't think we rest the way we should in our normal everyday patterns and rhythms of our lives. I feel like most of us are following culture on this one and not the good shepherd. Let me explain. We are living in a world today that isn't made for human flourishing. We as humans are designed to rest, take time, Sabbath, and lie down in green pastures and beside quiet waters. But the culture of America doesn't teach us at all. We are always in a hurry, always on a go. And when we follow culture, we're not following the shepherd. Our culture just loves to endorse the grind. We work, 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 we run, we go to this place, we go to that place. We idolize the grind. We idolize the people who work seven days a week and not take any days off like that's a good thing. We idolize the people who wake up early and work all day until they have to go to bed. There's a sense that we're reaching some sort of higher status when we're in the grind. And I don't think this is good for our souls. And when we follow this mantra of life, we are missing out on the benefits of following the Good Shepherd. Look, this is important because here's why. Psychologists and mental health professionals are saying we are living in an epidemic in the modern world. Not a pandemic, but an epidemic. It's called hurry sickness, which is now being labeled as a disease. Here's the definition of hurry sickness. It's a pattern behavior that is characterized by a continual rushing and anxiousness. My hypothesis is that most younger people have this 
Think about it. We are in this, living in the safest time in the history of the world, except for right now during this pandemic. But And yet, more people are struggling with anxiety than ever before. This happened before all the pandemic stuff has happened. More people have been struggling with anxiety than ever before. And there's something about the rhythm of this life that is not making us flourish as humans. We're always in a hurry. We're always busy. And we never have the time to lay down and lie down beside quiet waters and green pastures. And this is becoming a sickness to our soul. John Mark Comer, in the book uh, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, talks about this. And he lists symptoms of um, hurry sickness. And I want to go over these things because I think this would really impact us today. Because I want you to read, listen to me talk about these things. Um, as I read them, and if you struggle with anything, just kind of like, oop, yeah, make a mental note of these things. Because I think most of us struggle with this. First thing, negativity. You get mad, frustrated, or annoyed way too easily. Little normal things irk you. People have to tiptoe around your ongoing low-grade negativity or anger. This is a symptom of Hurry sickness, hypersensitivity, all it takes is a minor comment to hurt your feelings, a grumpy text to turn you off, or seeing something online that throws you into an emotional funk for the rest of the day. Minor things turn into major things in your life, and depending upon who you are, this might show up as anger, nitpickiness, anxiety, depression, or just simply being tired. Point is, the ordinary problems of this side of Eden has a disproportionate effect on your emotional well-being in your relationship with Jesus. Restlessness. You try to slow down and relax, but you can't. You give Sabbath a try, and you hate it. You read scripture, but find it boring. You have a quiet time with God, but can't focus your mind. You go to bed and toss and turn with anxiety. You watch TV, and while doing that, you check your phone and get distracted. Your mind and body are addicted to the drug of speed because you want to keep going. Non-stop activity. You just don't know when to stop. You're constantly connected to screens, and because of this, you can't hang out with friends because you're thinking about the next time you're going to look back at a screen. Emotional numbness. You don't have the capacity to feel another's pain or your own pain. You don't have the time to, or you don't even understand one's pain. When life happens, you just don't care. Good or bad, you're going through life without any emotions. Out of order priorities. You feel disconnected from your identity and calling. You always get sucked into the urgent, not the important. Escapism. When we are too tired for what is life-giving for our souls, we each turn to our distraction of choice, overeating, entertainment, shopping, or social media. Slippage of the spiritual disciplines, not reading God's word, prayer, and community. The things that are supposed to fill us up are often the times replaced with cheap substitutes like binge-watching and video games. Last one is isolation. You feel isolated from God, others in your own soul. You are at a party, but you feel alone. When you do have quiet time with Jesus, it often feels boring and dull. You rather distract when you're alone instead of facing what's in front. Do you struggle with any of these symptoms? Do any of these things? They do for me. A lot of these do. And I've learned that if we're dealing with any of these things, that we're probably not following the good shepherd 
at all as he wants us to go down green pastures and beside quiet waters in our life. That we're following maybe our emotions, culture, whatever, as shepherds, not Jesus. Why am I saying all this? Because a lot of you are worried about the future. And a lot of you are struggling with anxiety and depression constantly. Some of you can't even experience God or know what the shepherd's voice even sounds like because you're not resting. And when we follow the shepherd, we rest. Because here's the deal. He will make you lie down. Look at where we are in the world, man. He is making majority of human beings rest and lie down, especially in America. I think... Maybe God can use this moment to teach us something. And like if you need a new book to read, I recommend this book fully because I want you to learn how to rest and I can't really do it in a 10-minute video. But here's what will help. You need still quiet moments with Jesus. Look, Jesus did this often. Jesus withdrew from crowds a lot of times. Read the Gospels. He withdrew from crowds to be alone with his father. And if he did that, how much more do we need to do it? And this is without worship music. This is without just like just listening to Hillsong. No, we need something that is good for our souls. Just like a good meal satisfies us when we're starving. We need that for our souls. I just recommend an old school Bible, man. Taking notes, highlighting things you need to memorize. This will set you apart and help you focus and rest. Now, this will be so easy right now in this time of day and age and what we're living in right now with the COVID-19 pandemic. But my challenge for you is to when all this is said and done and this is we're back to normal life, the things you learn now, the resting you've experienced now, can you carry that over to the normal everyday busyness of life? Can you, once all this is said and done, have time and rest and take a little bit each week and each day to Sabbath and rest in Jesus. I don't know what that looks like for you because you're your own person. You have your own schedule. But I think you need to, I just challenge you for this. And But only since we have today to kind of live life, I challenge you today to just take, maybe if you're new to this, 15 minutes. But maybe if you've been walking with Jesus for a while or longer, push an hour of just resting in Jesus' presence, reading his word in prayer. Because I think these rhythms will help us and benefit us. And when we follow these rhythms, he'll make Jesus will make us rest often, which refreshes our souls. And this is good for us. So I love you guys. We go on. Keep doing this more tomorrow. I love you guys. Praying for you. Share this with a friend. DM me if you have any questions. I love you guys. Have a good rest of your day.